When we last left our friends, they had just discovered the Rock and Roll Library. This is where they met Skull. Skull renamed them Hawk and Blade and told them to watch some Daisy of Love DVDs and report back the next Friday. Little did they know what was about to happen. Dear Diary, I haven't seen Kyle, I mean Hawk, in days. He won't answer my calls or my emails. He hasn't watched my Twitch streams or upvoted my post on Reddit. I'm starting to worry. He also has all of the Daisy of Love DVDs that Skull told us to watch. I thought maybe I could find him at the Rock and Roll Library. When I got there, the giant Metallica tapestry was at half-mast, and Skull was sitting on his motorcycle. It looked like he was crying. I didn't want to bother him, so I decided to go into the library and see if Hawk was in there hitting the books. The door was locked. Stuck to the window was a note that said, The Rock and Roll Library is closed. We are mourning the loss of Eddie Van Halen. Rest in power to the guitar god. The name sounded familiar, but I wasn't sure. I wanted to ask Skull who Eddie Van Halen was, but the way he was crying on his Harley made me too uncomfortable to approach him. I hopped on my razor and scooted home. When I got back, I immediately searched for Eddie Van Halen on Google. This guy was a legend. He played guitar for a band called Van Halen, and the singer wears Hawaiian shirts and makes tequila now. No wonder the rock and roll library was closed. While digging deeper into his life, a brick smashed through my window. Whoa, what the heck is this? It appears to be a brick with some kind of cassette tape attached. I separated the tape from the brick and grabbed my tape player. I pulled the Dungeon Master Tips tape out and threw it on my bed. I slapped the brick tape in and pressed play. The tape clicked off. I had to rewind it. I pressed play. I imagine you're wondering where your friend Hawk might be. Don't worry, he's safe. He's just a little tied up at the moment. Fred Durst. I immediately got to work. I accidentally typed Fred Durst into the search bar without erasing Eddie Van Halen's name first. Oddly enough, the two are connected. 
A Guitar World article came up titled, Eddie Van Halen allegedly pulled a gun on Fred Durst just to get his guitar gear back. Apparently this Fred Durst guy collects guitar gear or something. According to the article, Eddie went to jam with Fred Durst at his house and brought tons of music equipment. When everybody began smoking pot, Eddie left. He hates when people smoke pot. Things went even further south when Eddie tried contacting Durst the next day to retrieve his gear and received no reply. Eddie once bought an assault vehicle from a military auction, Bennett writes. It has a shine gun mount in the back and is not legal. Eddie drove the assault vehicle through L.A. into Beverly Hills, then parked and left it running on the front lawn of the house they were rehearsing it. He got it wearing no shirt, his hair in a samurai bun on top of his head, his jeans held up with a strand of rope and combat boots held together by duct tape, and he had a gun in his hand. Bennett says he recalls Eddie telling him, That asshole answered the door. I put my gun to that stupid fucking red hat of his and I said, Where's my shit, motherfucker? That fucking guy just turned to one of his employees and starts yelling at him to grab my shit. He continues, Eddie Van Halen stood on the front lawn of a residential home in Beverly Hills in broad daylight, smoking a cigarette while holding a gun on Fred Durst as he walked back and forth from the house to the assault vehicle, lugging amps and guitars. Holy cow, no wonder the Rock and Roll Library is closed today. This guy is cool. Now I just need to find some more information on who this Fred Durst guy is. So is Fred Durst a musician? The video I found of Fred Durst playing guitar on YouTube says otherwise. I decided I needed to dig deeper to find out just who this Fred Durst guy was. According to further searches on YouTube, he's some kind of actor and director and has worked with Pauly Shore and John Travolta. Here's a clip of him acting in the movie Pauly Shore is Dead. I know this must bother you people. I don't mean to bother you or anything, but I'm, I'm from Florida. I'm in a band called Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, what? Well, I was just thinking I got a demo and maybe you got... What happened to your face, man? So what do you want me to do with your fucking demo? What? You know, if you like it, maybe listen to it, pass it on to the people at MTV. Yeah, is yeah. that what you thought, huh? What do I have a fucking sign on my neck that says loser? I got nothing going on, my time is yours, huh? What? In fact, what's your name? Fred. Fred, yeah, yeah Fred, that's a really good name for a rock star. What is it, fucking Fred Flintstone? Nah, it, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. yeah, you guys are really gonna go far. What does that mean, shriveled up dick? Huh? You know, man, you're a dick. We're gonna blow up one of these days, bro, and I ain't never putting you in a video. Weasel ass, punk ass. Who the fuck? Fuck you! He has one more line in the clip that shows he's a homophobe. This clip does show that he can work with the best of them. Apparently, in Hollywood, him and John Travolta became great friends. I'm sorry to interrupt you people right now, but I happen to be standing here with Mr. John Travolta. Hi, how are you? And we're making a movie together. You sure are. Mr. Durst, Mr. Travolta. The news was broken via Instagram that stars of the movie Pauly Shore is Dead 
and Gaudi and Battlefield Earth were working on a movie together. This is huge news in the Hollywood world. 40 years after Danny Zuko gave us that grease lightning hairstyle, John Travolta is transforming himself into a mullet-wearing man-child who is stalking his favorite movie star in Moose. And everybody settle, camera, background, action. And he's so earnest about his love and fascination with the Hunter Dunbar character, which Devin Sawyer plays, and so brilliantly. He's, this plays this egocentric horror movie star that my character's obsessed with. And it's such a great interpretation he's done. Teaming up with Devin and fellow Canadian Anna Golia of Degrassi Next Class fame, John is surrounded by some amazing talent, including an artist you might remember from this 90s classic. Yep, Lint Biscuit frontman Fred Durst is directing the film, his third feature. I think Fred did an extraordinary job writing this and directing it. He's a top, he's a top artist. This guy is the real deal. Fred has the qualities, attributes that all the great directors have. This movie and this performance is um, like nothing I've seen uh, before. So I, and I just haven't read a script this interesting in years. Honestly, it's just been like a, I couldn't wait to do it. And it's been a long time where I actually couldn't wait to do something. So now we know that he's a great actor and director, but they keep talking about his band. So I guess he was in some kind of band before called Limp Biscuit, And apparently John Travolta loves Limp Biscuit. I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes, then you'll see the size of the flames. Is this Faith, Nookie, or My Way? Nookie. I came into this world as a reject. Look into these it's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. I know this. Break, breaking stuff. Oh. It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is oh, Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify. I guess I should get some Limp Biscuit information together before I head to the Devil's Hog Saloon tonight. This is real. This is happening in uh, New York City. Limp Biscuit Nookie video shoot. Director Fred Durst. And I'm also in this crappy band. Tell the kids, listen to your radio, and at 2.30 on this day, we'll tell you where the location is. You show up and just take over the place until the cops shut it down. When we do this, the girls are going down here, the guys are going down the other exit over here. I couldn't think of anything cooler than me cruising through the city, having a... One chick, two chicks, a thousand chicks follow me around to the city while my band's really bored playing for a whole bunch of guys. I began to get the feeling that this Fred Durst character wasn't the nicest guy. After doing some more research, I see he has problems with several other bands, including a band of masked people called Slipknot. Scott, have you got a question for Slipknot? Hey fellas, what's going on with Limpy Skit? Is there a bit of a rivalry going on or what? Because you just kill them anyway. You would, biscuit have to, you would have to ask the Limp Biscuit question. Uh, all right, I'm going to go on record right now. Are you guys ready? Yes. Are you guys ready? Limp Biscuit, somebody in Limp Biscuit had the audacity to say to one of our good friends, who's a very reliable source, 
that Slipknot fans are nothing but a bunch of fat, ugly kids. You know what? Hold on a second. You know what I said to that? <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on. I want to tell you what I said to that. Uh, one, one, I'm a fat, ugly kid. Two, Slipknot fans, for the most part, enjoy all kinds of music, like Limp Biscuit, maybe. So what you're basically saying is that your fans are fat, ugly kids too? Is that what you're trying to say to me, Mana? Huh? Is that what you want to say? You want to talk shit on the people that you care about, man? We will come here and we will kill you! Kill people tonight, our wife! And there ain't nothing they can do about it. There ain't nothing they can do about it. This violent group of masked men intrigued me, but I was running out of time. I needed to hurry over to the Devil's Hog Saloon. I'll have to follow up on this slipknot soon with Hawk. The Devil's Hog was lively. I asked the bartender if he had seen a hostage being held anywhere. He pointed to the back corner of the bar. I approached the corner carefully. I saw a hawk tied up with tape over his mouth. Next to him was a man wearing a mask. He held out his hand. I gave him the tape I made of Fred Durst's information. He handed over Hawk. I threw him over my shoulder and quickly ran out of there. Sounds of my long run home must have put Hawk to sleep. I laid him to bed. I'll ask him about what happened next week on Rock and Roll Library. quiet at the rock and roll library you can just like have a couple beers turn the music up and return your books on time voted die are you tired of being a lonely nerd we've got the podcast for you 
They study the rock and roll lifestyle, they watch Daisy of Love and Supergroup, two popular VH1 reality shows, and they learn fashion techniques from Chris Angel, and every episode they become closer to becoming rockers, so their goal is to become rockers. Maybe it's time you took a trip to the rock and roll library. Okay, yeah, no, I, 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 we all love the journey uh, that one takes through, you know, to, to become a rocker, like, that's a classic kind of, you know, uh, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. To learn more from the rock and roll library, be sure to vote in the buzz tank. Vote or die. I love it. Vote or die. Test one, two, three. Better. Hey! Wanna hear guys talk about curling? Here's a podcast hosted by two losers. The nice curling boys are back, burning down the house. Okay, welcome to the first episode of Burning Down the House, a podcast about curling. I'm Mitch, I'm How Intensive on Twitter, coming to you from my apartment here in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the song may have said that there's another guy. Uh, there, There is another guy out there, he's... Uh, Nate, he's off exploring for treasure. Uh, we can't find him right now. We will at some point uh, hear from him. <laughs> but for now, it's just me. Um, anyway, yeah. So it's November 1st. Uh, it's a Sunday. I'm recording right now. It's it's a, it's a lovely day. I think we got a little bit of snow, actually, uh, falling down here in Michigan. So that'll be interesting. It begins. But spooky season is over. Um, and, and boy, howdy, it couldn't have come any sooner. Uh, the spookiest of months is over. Uh, the spooky ghouls and ghosts. It's, it's not really, it's not really my thing. I do like having fun with friends though. I like, I like seeing friends. I like having fun with friends. I like, you know, watching movies with friends, but you know, if I were to choose what to watch on my own in October, I probably wouldn't watch a scary movie. That then again, I might watch like a, you know, the Ghost in Mister Chicken or Abbott and Costello, <laughs> Abbott and Costello, Abbott and Costello meet whoever. <laughs> but I don't know if I'd necessarily watch Scream or Friday the Thirteenth or something like that. Why am I getting into this? Well, I, I'll I'll say <laughs> I'm gonna just rant real quick on my least favorite thing in the spooky months and that is of course haunted houses haunted houses suck ass i hate haunted houses they're so bad um basically what 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 made me think of it was i was watching uh sven Gulli, which is um you know he's on one of those offshoot like antenna shows um and antenna channels so you can watch it for free uh, he does a different, uh, scary, like classically, like a uh, horror movie. Like uh, he, well, he was on last night. A uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Hey, 
Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. I mean, it's you know it's gonna be scary when those two are meeting up together. I mean, I wouldn't want to see those guys in a in a dark room, dark alley, at some time. You know that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, during the commercial break, there was an ad for a uh, for a haunted house in Jackson, Michigan, just a little bit south of here. Well, it's about forty five minutes south of here, but still. Um, and I thought. There, I, I, I was positive that there wouldn't be a single haunted house in COVID times, right? But <laughs> there's a haunted house open in Jackson, Michigan, and I'm sure it's a super spreader because I'm sure it's just awful. Haunted houses uh, just feel awful to begin with. Um, you feel like you're going to get sick from them anyway. Uh, why not? Why not make them even scarier with COVID nineteen? Um, you know, I went to a haunted house uh, last year with a girl I was seeing and uh it was it was not fun it was bad it was almost like was it a first date no it wasn't a first date but it was a very early date and I think it kind of it kind of switched off a little bit here um I remember I saw it right before bug tour right before bug tour but um like it was like the night before bug tour I went to a haunted house it sucked they smell weird they smell like that, the fake, like they smell like a Halloween store, right? So like, yeah, you get the fun of, of a Halloween store just ar- arranged in a certain way. And then there's some guy in a clown mask that you could, you, you kind of saw move a little bit. So it's like the jump scare is not going to be there. So you're just like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, just to, just to let him know that you see him and he's doing a bad job. Um, you know, just, uh, the, and, and that's kind of when I realized that like, uh, when I'm scared or feel like I'm in a bad situation, I, I will 100% uh, not take it seriously and will just make jokes. Like there's a guy in a clown makeup and it's like, Hey, do you know violent J or shaggy Two dope? The famous ICP guys love it. Really good stuff there. Uh, but yeah, haunted houses suck. Um, I got motion sickness from it because there was, like they had pallets, but like some of the the pallets, they basically had like a um, what is it? Where it's a, a switchback. Thank you, a switchback. Um, a switchback kind of like maze. It's not a maze though. It's just a switchback. You're just going, you know, straight, and then you turn, and then back and forth, back and forth to go in a straight line, right? Like it just may, it just takes longer, right? Uh, switchbacks you normally see when you want, when like you're going up like a very steep hill right? Because, you know, it's, it's too difficult to go straight up. So you switch back, you go, you know, left, right, left, right. It's like a zigzag, right? Anyway, so they, they had that and pallets, they just had like, like regular old wooden pallets that, um, would, that would, you know, basically be form the maze, right? Well, they also had the great idea of having like strobe lights going and stuff too. And, turns out that that gives me motion sickness like I never got motion sickness before but I did because of switching back left right zigzag um with the strobe light going through the cracks in the uh pallets so that gave me like that made me like like physically ill and that sucked uh there's some cool effects though that they had uh, they had like a, a cool like projection, like fog projection system that made it look like you were walking through a swamp. They just had f- fog machines going like crazy. And then like, yeah, so that was cool, man. That's cool as hell. And then like, I don't know, some scary person like popped their head up, but I saw him do it 
to the people in front of us. So like that kind of ruined the fun of the haunted house. Haunted houses suck. And it was like 50 bucks to get into. <laughs> haunted houses are so expensive. I just remembered it cost like I paid, I spent like a hundred bucks going to a haunted house. And it sucked. I got motion sickness. <laughs> Thanks very much. But now that I know what gives me motion sickness, I can do that at home. Thank you very much. Anyway, we're going to get going with some curling talk now. That's the that's the haunted house uh, rant. So let's get into some curling. All right. Um, so curling clubs have started up. Actually, I went to uh, curling last weekend. And actually, um, what we're going to do today... I'm going to, like, there's going to be a break in between, in the middle of this episode a little bit. Uh, there'll be, like, a little musical sting. I'll let you guys know. And then I'm going to leave and go to curling, and then I'm going to come back and tell you how it went. And that's going to be, like, one little thing I'm going to do that will be interesting for all of you to hear. Cool. So that'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, I went curling. Um, I am the skip of my team. Um, the skip is the guy who uh, calls the shots and does the and calls all the hits. Oh, I should have silenced my phone. You can tell I'm a, I'm a big time uh, you know noob here and I know everyone hates noobs. Anyway, so I'm the skip and that's a cool thing to be. Um, you know you, I don't do any sweeping. Actually, there's no sweeping because you can't sweep out of the back of the house anymore when you're skip. But you got to call some shots to get the most important shots. I made a few like really nice, like reasonably good, stopped at the right spot, took the lead kind of throws. And that was really cool because I hadn't curled in, oh God, since March, right? And normally I curl, I curl in Kalamazoo in the winters. And then in the summers, I curl in Lansing. Lansing's ice availability has them. Uh, play in the summers. So normally, you know, I have a full year of curling. Um, it's been over six months since I curled. So I was wobbly as hell sliding out. Um, oh boy, was that, was that kind of fun? Um, so there is a little bit of a learning curve, uh, but yeah, we, 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 we pulled out a win. We eked out a win last week and that was very exciting. Um, I'm playing with, um, three guys that are all around my age, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we all have one syllable names, Wales, Nick, Chris, or no, wait, it's Mitch, Wales, Nick, and Joe. And so like, I don't know, that's, that's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's interesting. Um, I would, I would talk to my co-host about his curling if, if he was here right now, but no, that's fine. The show will go on as planned. Anyway, so that's that's what I did for curling. Um, yeah, it's about an hour drive for me to get to Kalamazoo, but Kalamazoo does have nice ice. Uh, they have a nice setup. Um, cool people there. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I also got invited to go to a bond spiel um, next weekend. So not. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, and I I don't I don't know I don't know I'm I'm okay with going to a club. You know, just one one night a week. But a bond spiel involves overnights, a tournament, you know, playing against a lot of people. And, you know, not every from different clubs, right? So not everyone's going to buy into those safety measures. 
you know. It is up in uh, Lilana, Lilana Curling Club, which is up by Traverse City. And I hear it's a really interesting little place. It's uh, like a two-sheeter. So it's only got like two sheets for curling. Um, so that's pretty cool. It would be fun to see, but uh, probably not uh, when we're at record number of cases. But anyway, curling clubs have opened up and cases are starting to hit here in curling land, right? Um, and that's interesting. I, I think that's that's um, not a great start. Uh, you know, some clubs haven't even made it a week, and now they've got cases. And um, it, you know, you can do all the all the preparations you want. All of the steps can be taken, but when cases hit, what's going to happen, right? Because like sometimes an entire team could get could get it. It's four people. Uh, you know, now you've got to deal with all of that and, and, you know, you, they have signed off liabilities and that's fine. And people know the risks going in, but man, I mean, you know, having to write up that email saying, Hey, we have COVID cases and we're going to have to, you know, shut down this league night if it's really bad or, or if people get it or if a lot of people get it like like having having steps from cases to then is that's the trick that's the trick there anyway yeah so uh i am going to get ready i'm gonna go uh to curling i'm gonna go uh throw the rocks do some sweet oh, i'm not gonna do some sweeping because i'm skip uh, but I'm going to throw some rocks and yell and, and all that stuff with a mask on. It's going to be great. Um, and I'll come back and I'll tell you how it went. I'll give you some instant reactions from Mitch's curling. See ya in about five seconds. <laughs> but for me, it'll be a few hours. All right, we are back. <laughs> that uh, was loud. Uh, we're back to burning down the house. The podcast, uh, the Buzzcast podcast about curling. Uh, I just got back from my curling league this evening, and I gotta say, it went pretty well. Final score was uh, like eight to one or nine to one. I don't remember. It was six ends, so we ended two ends early. They shook hands. We uh, we, we beat them by a lot. Uh, like They only won one end, and they got one point on it. We forced them. So we only had the hammer once. Uh, they won the toss or the predetermined coin toss because uh, we aren't flipping coins in COVID times now. Uh, so, yeah, that was cool. We won. We, we got a steal on the first end, and, and um, I don't. Like, when I had the hammer leading off an end, I don't mind giving up a steal. It's just like, oh, well, we just lost a coin toss. That's okay. But, uh, yeah, we, we stole, and, and we uh, we never looked back. Uh, my uh, You know, it was one of those things where my teammates kind of really carried 
the game, I think I, I don't think I played particularly well. I missed some shots. I made a few good ones here and there, but boy, oh boy, my teammate made uh, some some very good ones. A really nice double uh, that that kind of got us out of a bad situation and helped us score like three in an end. So it's like a five point swing. He got two rocks out that were sitting, and uh, we just kind of played, you know, cut off all all air supply from there on out. So that went well. We did very well. My my lead was throwing dimes. He was just throwing center line guard, center line guard, center line guard. Beautiful stuff from them. So yeah, we had a we had a very nice game. Uh, you know, I I it opened up with me not not throwing too well. Uh, I did the classic uh, double dip whoopsie daisy, where you flash a rock through on your first try, and then trying to adjust it, you hog it. Uh, so two rocks, not counting from your skip. And, uh, we still got the steal on that one. So <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, will we be good from here on out? I don't know. I think there's a lot of good teams out there. They're going to get their sea legs. Eventually they're going to start making shots. We kind of have to start assuming, Oh, these guys are going to make shots instead of, well, if they miss, we can do this, 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 or that. We got to start thinking, well, they're going to make this shot. So what do we do? You know, and I think early in COVID times, we can probably get away with it, but we got to, we got to, you know, tighten the screws up a little bit, but you got to feel good about a win today. Alrighty. So that's enough about my curling night. Let's answer some questions. Let's take a look at the, the mailbag here for burning down the house. Let me get into that Twitter. There we go. Okay, I'm in the wrong account now. I'm on the Curling Club account. There we go, burning down the house. Okay. So, here we go. All right. Um, Let's see. All right. We got a question in from uh, Jeff Bockelman. He said, Would you rather have red or red and yellow stones or red and blue stones for your club? Uh, that's a great question, Jeff. Uh, at Baba O'Reilly on Twitter, give him a look. Uh, actually, uh, this is a this is a question I actually have like a real answer for, uh, not not a goof answer. Uh, so, red and yellow, I think, is not inclusive. I'll say that. Um, red and blue may not be inclusive enough either. So you got some folks that are colorblind, right? I think red and yellow might be too similar. Uh, you want rocks that are two colors that would be uh, very noticeable, right? Like uh, Kalamazoo has blue and yellow rocks, and I think that's the way to go. A dark color, a distinctively dark color, and a distinctively light color. So people who uh, you know are colorblind are able to play. It's, it's a very simple uh, thing to keep in mind for your club when you are uh, considering what rocks to use. So thank you, Jeff, for... Uh, uh, sending in that question. If you want to send in a question, uh, you can you can get to us on Twitter at Burning House Pod or uh, on email. I believe it's Burning Down the House Pod at gmail.com. If that bounces back, just get us on Twitter and then we'll uh, get you our email address from there. Uh, media inquiries as well through there as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also call in. Uh, that number to call in is 501 420. Four six nine four. That once again is five zero one four twenty 
We got a really good phone number. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Um, anyway, uh, let's let's listen to some questions here. Burning down the house? Yeah. Okay. Yes, the name of the podcast is Burning Down the House. Thank you for your call. That's an unknown number. The next one. Hey, guys, it's Mitch. I just wanted to say I think you're doing a great job on the first episode. Keep up the good work. Uh, You're doing great. Oh, thank you so much, Mitch. It really means a lot uh, that we have some listeners already excited for the show that are willing to uh, call in and do all that. Okay. So on the show, uh, we're going to do a thing where uh, each each episode we draft uh, different, uh, different uh, items, different things to be on a curling team. I do not have a partner with me right now, so uh, I'm going to get be able to draft the best possible team. Now, we got a big election coming up, and I'm not talking about the freaking Buzzcast matchup between us and uh, the other podcast. We're not going to mention them. I don't, it's because I don't remember who we're up against, but I'm sure they're great. You've either uh, just heard them or will be hearing them. Uh, vote for us. But anyway, um, because of that, we got a big election coming up in the United States of America. And so uh, I think it would be nice if we drafted presidents on our curling teams. So um, I'm going to, I guess I have the first pick because uh, Nate is not here. So uh, I'm going to get the first pick. And with my first pick, I'm going to take James Buchanan. James Buchanan. He's, uh, I believe, our only bachelor president. <laughs> so it would be a lot of fun at a bond spiel. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just think he'd be a good vice to have on your team. So James Buchanan, uh, next up, next up, I'm going to draft as our skip, Teddy Roosevelt. I think Teddy Roosevelt, uh, is a good thinker. He's a, he's a good strategic guy and he's, he'll, he'll like to yell. He'll, you know what, you know, he's going to speak softly and carry a big broom. If you know what I mean, baby. Ooh, that's a good line. Okay, next up, um, William Jefferson Clinton. I think he he's Bill Clinton getting in there. Maybe you know uh, uh, saxophone solo. Maybe when he's when he's sweeping, he'll be a good second. And then our lead. Let's see. Uh, let's go with um, our lead would be. Let's see, he's got to be able to sweep well. He's got to be able to, you know, maybe the lead's a little bit quieter, or sometimes they're a little bit flashier, too. Let's go with Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge, um, he famously is a silent Cal. Silent Cal. A lady came up to him and said, uh, hey, I bet I can make you say uh, more than two words. And he says, fuck you, and leaves. And that's that's what Calvin Coolidge was all about. He'd be a good lead. So my curling team is Calvin Coolidge, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, James Buchanan, 
and Teddy Roosevelt. I think that's a pretty good curling team. I think that's a that's a very well-rounded team. Good job, good uh, bunch of guys. I think that all that all work out pretty well. All right, well, that's I believe all the time we have for today for the curling podcast on Buzzcast. Don't forget to vote for us if you enjoyed this uh, thing I slapdashed together. If you hated it, let us know. Burning House Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you hated, if you really didn't like this, just uh, send that to us. Um, don't forget to call in. I think there's a different number for Canadians. I don't remember what it is. Just scroll through Franklin's Twitter account. You'll have it. Anyway, uh, big thanks to Rocco Tenaglia for recording our theme song. You heard that earlier. Uh, this podcast was made possible from a grant from the Bug Main Foundation and from contributions from viewers like you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Good curling and good night. Oh, no, 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 no. My sign-off will be uh, good luck and good curling. There we go. That's better. That's better. That's better. Okay. See ya. My, 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 my,